to the social distancing episode of the Proton Pack podcast. As always, I'm Chris, and with me is the virus to my Dr. Mario Tony. Say hey, Tone. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! It's getting real! Oh, and then it's just to hit this button. Oh, man. Welcome to the new world. Yeah. Um, Social distancing, which... You and I have been doing social distancing for 48 episodes now. Okay, well, we've, there's like two of there's the 48 a couple, episodes yeah. where we were within six feet. So apparently it's a six foot separation. So everybody be yeah. safe, be yeah. six feet apart. We're about a thousand miles apart. So I think we're okay. Yeah. Maybe. We're good. Well, yeah. I don't know if I'm okay. You're probably okay because you don't work with a lot of the public. Yeah. I work with a lot of the public, so I could be bitten by the T-virus and I could be a walker by next week. Ooh. Yeah. Don't get scared now. <laughs> I should be here next week, but we're live. We're alive. We're, I think we're healthy. We can't get tested, but we're here. Yeah. You guys, thanks for tuning in. Sunday nights. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, interesting episode, to say the least. Um, a lot of video game news, and then a lot of uh, cancellations, postponements. And a uh, lot of stuff because of the... Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> <laughs> but before we get there, why don't we go ahead and hit up our shameless plugs and uh, let people know what's going on with us. Let's do it. It's shameless blood time! It is in these hills that Juan Valdez and his trusty goat gather coffee beans every morning. Dinero! Dinero! So, uh, yeah, first shameless plug, as we do every week, is my dog rescue nonprofit, Rough Riders, which you can see. Little logo, right? Right about there. Pull the Tony. He like picked the wrong side. I know. It's like being a weatherman. You know, you gotta. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, things are busy for Rough Riders. We're doing a lot of transports, obviously, with the coronavirus going on. Uh, There's a lot of dogs in the shelters going out to uh, foster care, which is a good thing. And then there's a lot of stupid people out there who uh, are afraid that dogs carry the coronavirus. And so. Uh, Did you say stupid people? There are a lot of stupid people. Okay, I agree there with you. There are, yes. Carry on. <laughs> so they're dumping them off at shelters or even worse, taking them to vets to be put down, which is so dumb. But uh, we are constantly transporting dogs from the rural kill shelters to the local shelters here, finding them homes, finding them fosters, staying very busy with that. And so uh, if you want to help us out, help donate, head over to roughwriters.org. That's R-U-F-F writers.org or you can check out our facebook page facebook.com forward slash rough writers saves now tony after we finish here has a uh, little radio show that he does that uh, also talks about pop culture why don't you uh, give us some more information there yeah so every sunday night as i tell you guys every week um i join jimmy jones and we do a little show why i'm just a guest on his show jimmy jones uh, I- Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. You can find us at KNVC, KNVC, 95.1 FM, Carson City Community Community Media Radio. You can also tune in to KNVC.org. Listen live. The show goes live tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So that's 8 Mountain, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. Um, it's two hours of uh, of just pop culture. What went on this week? Um 
the stupid coronavirus that's kind of limited a lot of what he covers on his show, which is like cons, events, and stuff, a lot of cancellations. But tonight, his guest is Scott Edwards. Um, he's a local guy in Carson City, Nevada. They'll be talking about where you can donate blood uh, and where you can help out during the coronavirus, to, where you can lend a hand during this crisis. Um, they're also going to be, Jimmy will be discussing Mandalorian Season 2, the new Xbox. It's got a lot of video game news, uh, TV stories, and I won't get to really do the moot trailers like we usually cover. Tonight we'll be discussing what movies got um, delayed, so it's basically I'll be doing this show. We're talking a lot of the same stuff, and then that'll be there live. Uh, but either way, tune in, uh, 95.1 FM, uh, knvc.org. Tune in, everything you want, everything you need. Jimmy Jones brings the boom. <laughs> and speaking of tuning in, so uh, I do my day-to-day -day job is uh, running a radio station here called America Matters Media. And uh, we are considered essential in these times as we are a talk radio station uh, covering everything that's going on in the world around all the craziness that's happening. And uh, I do a show under the moniker Christian Phoenix called Reno Tahoe Tonight Rocks every day from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. playing uh, local rock bands and then album rock and b-sides from bands that people may know and love. Now one of the things we are doing as a radio station is raising money for local businesses, the small businesses, the workers that are being affected by um, the shutdown. You know, those who maybe can't apply for um, unemployment. And so if anybody's interested in helping out there, we've set up a GoFundMe campaign. Uh, just go to GoFundMe.com, type in Always Local, Always Live, Reno Worker Relief, or just type in America Matters Media. You'll be able to find it there. And uh, we're doing what we can to support the local businesses and the workers that are affected by it. Yeah, and I'll also kind of throw here a little curveball, too, just up while we're on the shameless plug. So as many of you know, outside of here, I do work for Costco Wholesale. We're open during these tough times. Um, so I wanted you guys to know if you're shopping out there, if you're listening, or if you have family or friends that shop there, um, little thing to expect. Um, any, If you have any senior friends or if you are seniors and you're watching the show first, hi, that's pretty cool. Um, 60 and above, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., you can come get your one hour of senior shopping so you don't have to put yourself in harm's way. Um, we're also... Uh, social distancing at work. So at all different Costco's, they do it all a little different. But they limit the, you know, my location, we limit about 200 people at any given time. So bear with everybody. Keep that six foot rule. Um, maybe three weeks ago, I probably would crack a couple jokes about it, but it seems to be pretty serious. I'm going to get a Slipknot mask soon because there's a lot of gas masks. Um, <laughs> but when you go in there, respect everybody. Uh, everybody at Costco, we are out there, you know, we're there on our own accord. We could stay home during this, but we want to help out as many as we can. So, you know, when you come in there, um, no, we probably won't have toilet paper when you come in. No, we don't know when it comes in. It's like a radio station. We call her 10. Press your luck and uh, may the force be with you. So, <laughs> um, so come check us out. Be safe. And remember quantities on everything. Don't be like uh, this chick the other day bought 40 things of ground beef. 
You don't need 40 things of ground beef. Okay? Probably going to go bad before you can use it. Yeah, and you yep. cannot return your stuff. So if you overbuy, you can't return it. But either way, that's a total random shameless plug. But during these times, I want you guys to to be aware out there and trust Costco. Um, they're doing a real real good job of keeping us stocked up for everybody. So yeah. Much Spe- love to all the Costco people there. Speaking of toilet paper and Costco, somebody uh, online did the math the statistics between uh, the panic buying of toilet paper. Panic and, buying, you say? Yep. And found that uh, anybody who bought four cases of Costco toilet paper. Yep, that Costco <laughs> toilet paper. You continue. For a family of four during a 14-day quarantine period would have to take 627 shits per day in order to use that much toilet paper. I don't shit that much, so no. <laughs> that being said, get so, rid of that prop there. Make sure you leave some for the rest of us. Yeah, I just knocked everything out of that closet. Just like, <laughs> like a kid that stuffed all the shit in one thing and just corona. It just did a corona out there, you know? There you go. All right, let's get to our team. <laughs> you might hear that often. <laughs> our TV <laughs> news, as we do every week. Go ahead and hit that button tone. <laughs> Let's go, Pop. All right, so um, the documentary series The Walking Dead World Beyond has uh, been, oh, it's not documentary, it's uh, it is a, a scripted show. Um, the second spinoff of The Walking Dead has now been pushed back to later this year uh, for a date that's yet to be determined. Now, the original premiere date was Sunday, April 12th, so a little less than uh, two weeks from today. But uh, we will not be seeing it until a point later on. Now, production has been completed on it. They're working on post-production, which I think is probably the reason for the delay. But uh, regardless of that, uh, it's interesting that uh, they wouldn't be able to continue on a show that hasn't been uh, or that has been completely shot and uh, at this point is just in the hands of a few people. Um, And especially this time when people are at home, having new shows to watch would be a great thing to have. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for The Walking Dead World Beyond. Yeah, which is kind of silly if it's already done. Um, I guess if you got to go back and kind of post production and edit it and everything makes sense. Um, I think right now would be kind of more of those times where you'd want to get your uh, TV shows out. I mean, if with people being quarantined and having to stay indoors more, um, bars closed, restaurants are closed in most states and areas. Um, it almost makes sense to put more content out since we're kind of strapped. I mean, this is kind of the weird time where you got to stay home so you got to watch some tvs and entertain yourself or do podcasts like we do yeah um good shout out to robbie porter thanks for tuning in he told me business center does not have early hours but robbie i'm sorry buddy i don't like the business center <laughs> hot, um hot but take yeah, jokes. They have early hours yeah so uh i show i'll dig it if i want exactly um yeah i mean same thing we're basically going through all of our streaming services and we've watched a lot of what we've wanted to watch and now we're sort of scraping bottom of the barrel uh what is that malibu today's episode is not brought to you by malibu's 
splash. Pineapple and coconut. <laughs> Rub in a can when you're quarantined. Exactly. And you want to be a funny man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Walking Dead, World Beyond Delayed. And they also announced that uh, uh, production for Fear of the Walking Dead sixth season uh, is currently halted, obviously, for reasons that we know about. Yeah, you know... Uh, We've discussed this anyways with Walking Dead. It's like, do we need another another spinoff? Uh, I don't know. I was just telling you before, as the show was loading, while we were having technical issues. So thanks for hanging in there. We we're supposed to go live, but we had to make sure YouTube was uh, actually yeah, firing up. Yeah, and, and um, uh, this week's, uh, which will air tonight. I saw early edition. I don't know how I saw it, but I saw it. Yeah, it actually airs tonight. Is Michonne's last episode, and then she's written off the show. Um, but what a trippy episode, man. It's it's basically like, a, as we discussed and you explained it, it's like a what-if episode. A lot of differences, a lot of throwbacks to older seasons. Tonight's was the best one I think I've probably seen um, since uh, the beginning of the season. The season hasn't been that great. Uh, last week's was a cool cliffhanger, um, if you're following it. Um, and then tonight's was just a great Almost send off, give you hope. Like is Rick Grimes coming back? Dum dum dum. You have to watch it and find out. So there you go. <laughs> but I don't think we need a spinoff on this stuff. I think we're no. good on that. Exactly. All right, let's move on to our next story. It's actually some casting news, uh, which we don't get a whole lot right now, but uh, this one was exciting. If you're a fan of Star Wars, if you're a fan of the Clone Wars, it looks like uh, Rosario Dawson will be joining the Mandalorian. And rumor has it she, uh, she's going to be playing Ahsoka Tano, which, uh, again, if you watch the Clone Wars cartoon awesome. series, this will be the first live-action version we've seen of her, which is awesome. It's amazing. Which is cool, too, because she's wanted to, she is petitioned to come out and play this character, so this is even better. Yeah, I think she'd be the perfect casting for it. Now, some of the rumors I've seen is that she may not actually be um, on The Mandalorian, or they'll put her on The Mandalorian and then spin off her own Ahsoka series I'm okay with that. based yeah, I'm on that character. Yeah, so I, I'm absolutely good with that. Um, but at this point, we don't know when that series is uh, totally going to debut. It's due out in October. I don't know where they're at with production, post-production, any of that. But as of right now, they're still saying October, Disney Plus, Mandalorian Season 2. This is the way. <laughs> hi, Katrina. Hi, Lacey. And hi, Michael. Thanks for tuning in. Thank, Thank you for joining us. So you guys feel free to chime in. I am while we're doing the show. I can see your comments. You know, you have any questions you want to chime in, you want to shout out, jump on. I'll give you a shout out. Please join the show. We are live. So yep. buckle up. Yep. All right. Uh, that does it for our TV news. Let's that go ahead. kind of a weak TV news segment. Yeah, TV news is going to be weak. Movie news is going to be a little weak. It's the video game news you want to hold on for. But, uh, yeah, let's head on to the weekend box office report. Or in this oh, case, yes. last weekend. Yes, are you ready? I'm ready. Hit it. I hit it. There it is. <laughs> I was just going to do it for you guys and hum the damn thing. Oh, well. All right. So uh, weekend box office. Uh, this is based on last weekend's box office because obviously all the movie theaters are closed. 
Yeah, this is basically the uh, final box office report for a while, which sucks. It could be. It could be. Well, number one, holding on to number one, is Disney Pixar's Onward brought in another $10.5 million. Um, boy, totaling Excellent. only a worldwide total of $101.6 million and reportedly costing $200 million. I have a feeling this movie would have been a lot bigger, uh, I mean, number-wise, uh, uh, you know, dollar-wise, if we weren't dealing with all of this. But we're going to talk a little bit uh, more about what they're doing to hopefully make that back. and, and that right. Exactly. Right. All right. In uh, second place, surprisingly, was the uh, Faith-Based I Still Believe, made $9.5 and uh, stars Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. I agree. Got nothing for you. Uh, apparently, that was based on a true story. Who would have known? Based on Christian singer uh, Jeremy Camp. Ooh, not yeah. my favorite. Yep. <laughs> and not starring Kirk Cameron. No, yeah, enough. that is a shocker. I do got to say, uh, he appeared in Fuller House as himself. Really? Uh, yeah, and he is not aged well. Oh, really? He is not an 80s heartthrob anymore. <laughs> all right uh third place was the vin diesel action uh, comic book movie for those of you who didn't know a uh, bloodshot brought in 9.3 million i'm pissed i didn't go see it i mean i literally was about to go see this and then they shut it down oh really? <laughs> yeah i was gonna go see it one night and i didn't have time so i was like ah, i'll see it tomorrow and then they shut it down i was pissed so uh, it's too bad your amc rewards card doesn't work for the vod stuff that's coming out Oh, no, they should do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I was going to go to the junkie AMC where mm -hmm. Mr. Sonic goes. Oh, Sonic, the adventures you'll go on. <laughs> Tune into uh, two episodes ago to understand yeah, what that's. That one yeah. Out. yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I wanted to see it. It has not gotten good reviews, but I really don't care. It it looked pretty cool to me. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, based on a 90s uh, Valiant comic uh, character that, uh, you know, if you were a kid like us who grew up with those 90s comics and, you know, all of these new offshoots came out, uh, Image Comics and Valiant Comics was one of those. Um, kind of surprised that they uh, created a movie based on it, but... Yeah, it was it funny when you said Valiant. You made me think of Jay and Silent Bob Snipe, uh, Snipe Back, Strike Back. Whatever, what I was trying to say, Prince Valiant. Snoochie <laughs> boochie noochies. <laughs> All right. In fourth place, uh, Lee Winnell's thriller, The Invisible, Man, Invisible Band, brought in six million. Fantastic Tony, movie. Tony I approves. Loved I loved it. <laughs> uh, in fifth oh, place is the R rated thriller, The Hunt, with 5.3 million. Uh, sort of a uh, the most dangerous game, if you ever read that in high school. Mm, yes. It looks it looked really good actually. It does. It looks like it it's only got, got some... one week in there, but yeah. uh yeah, look look pretty neat. It's got some humor to it. It's got uh, obviously it's uh you know, sort of a horror type movie, so a lot of a lot of blood and guts, but uh along those lines, just sort of taking a little uh little side road here, uh Jesse and I went back and watched Cabin in the Woods. Oh okay. again. Oh, God, that movie holds up. It's funny. It's scary. It's it's a good movie. Definitely one worth checking out. Is that out, so scary that you hide you hide behind Jesse? It is. Yep. Yeah. 
exposing the business, you know. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. <sighs> that was fifth place. Let's see. Sixth place. Blah, 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 blah. Where are we going? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Two oh, yeah. The little hedgehog, the places you'll go. 2.5 million. It's reached $300 million worldwide. Yowie, wowie. Yeah, I actually did pretty good for a video game movie. Yeah, especially also, um, one people didn't expect to do well. Yeah, I liked it. It was surprisingly better than I'd hoped, but I had really low expectations. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In seventh place was the Ben Affleck biopic of himself, The Way Back. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It uh, wasn't about him. It's just about a uh, <laughs> recovering drunk. Um, 2.4 million in seventh place. Oh, good. Nah, it looked good, but it looked more like I'd wait for it to roll out, so. Yeah. So that was seventh, eighth place, The Call of the Wild, with Harrison Ford, 2.2 million. Yes, it's a it's a poor man's version of Han Solo and Chewbacca. Very bad CGI, Chewbacca. Oh, bad CGI, yep. And then nine and ten, you have Emma the period uh, comedy drama and bad boys for life, which is still surprisingly in the top. Yeah. That's such a good movie. That was the, that was the fun one. Um, never saw Emma. I don't intend to see Emma, but uh, yeah, you know, that's the final box office report, which is a bummer. This is actually my favorite segment. Uh, Cause there's always a couple of movies that pop in there where I get to drop one of these. I mean, yeah, usually some surprises, but yeah. Not a whole lot of surprise here now. So uh, no. let's go into our movie news. If uh, yeah, I'll roll it. Tony's computer doesn't delay. Hey, you the key master. Wrap it up, fuzzball. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. This baby hits thirty-eight miles per hour. We're gonna see some serious shit. Dang, oh, potty mouth, Doc Brown. I know. I think we're. Uh, we're a little on the PG-13 heavy side today. I think we've said shit quite a few times, but we haven't dropped an F-bomb yet. So. Well, shit. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's never too late to say, you know, yeah. anytime I want to say, I'm just going to. And then I smile for those listening to the podcast. Yes, yeah. Of that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great uh, audio there. Yeah, great audio. Here we yeah. go. All right. It's a drop. It's a drop. All right, our trailer of the week. Obviously, there aren't many trailers being released, but uh, this one sort of came as a surprise. And when Tony sent it to me, at first I was thinking it was the James Wan version. Then I was like, oh, is it maybe a video game? Turns out, no, it's the animated feature-length cartoon. Yep. Finish him. Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Uh, there was a Red Band trailer that was just released, and it's due out April 12th, and it is definitely a hard R-rated movie. Get over here! It's vicious looking. It is. And it's sort of in the animation style of, like, uh, the Castlevania series that's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Um, but definitely hard R. Check out the Red Band trailer, especially if you love the Mortal Kombat video games. And uh, it is something that uh, might hold you over a little bit uh, until other new movies start to come out. Uh, but it's released digitally on April 12th. Uh, 4K Ultra HD combo pack, Blu-ray combo pack, and will be available uh, April 28th uh, for those physical versions. 
That's awesome. I can't wait for it. The trailer will be up on our uh, Facebook page right after the show. I'll post uh, most of the stories. Some of the stories have already been posted throughout the last couple of days, but I don't think I put the trailer up because we decided this was the trailer of the week literally before the show. Exactly. So, yeah. Because with the, the box office being kind of on hold, don't really get any new cool trailers right now. So everything's yep. kind of. Yeah. But uh, this movie, I mean, it looks good. Obviously, if you're a fan of like the uh, DC animated features, very similar to that. And it takes a uh, interesting story twist in making Scorpion the uh, the hero or the anti-hero, which uh, you never really saw in the video games. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get to that, Lacey. Don't you worry, little friend. <laughs> All right. Time. Moving on to our next story, uh, Tony. Go ahead and uh, sing us. As the nerd world turns. As the nerd world turns, another story of my favorite show, The New Mutants. <laughs> so if you've been following along with us here on the Proton Pack podcast, you've been following the saga of the New Mutants, which sort of went into limbo when Disney bought Fox, and then it had a release date, and then it came out with a bunch of trailers that actually made it look pretty good. And now we're back to the point with, obviously, the coronavirus coming out that uh, the April 3rd release date is no longer going to happen. Uh, oh. They have... <laughs> they have indefinitely postponed the release of it. I think at this point, they should just do straight to VOD. Let us see the damn movie already. We've been waiting yeah. how many years to this, see it? Dude, this thing is turning into that when we were kids... Early teens, that that horrible Fantastic Four they showed at the early Comic Cons, and it was on a VHS tape, and only certain people had access. And I remember that was like the holy grail, like if you could see this thing. And when you finally saw it, you were like, "That's uh, why it didn't get released." <laughs> and I'm hoping that's not the case with this. I hope it's just a victim of bad timing. As I mentioned, the last trailer they put out actually made it look pretty good especially compared to dark Whoa! dark phoenix was a pile of poop um oof. did you say poop i did yo the old man said there was poop on his shoe <laughs> <laughs> i don't know this is not the malibu talking i promise i'm just trying to be funny tonight not yet no princess yum yum today so no no princess yum yum for this mother <laughs> so uh yeah in addition to new mutants a movie called antlers a horror title slated open i can't believe disney that's a disney thing i know it's a fox title but antlers is that stupid movie where that uh the trailer serves me right i did this on uh, pop culture kabooms radio segment hi jimmy i know you're watching my friend um jimmy owns but antlers was this movie where the lady or the little kids in the house and they find these antlers and it's like a monster I think we gave it a touch brown, I believe. So so we're okay with it being posted. I don't think we're missing anything on that one. I think that one looked like it was a big... <laughs> and we'll touch, touch on a couple other delays. Uh, but, uh, you know, Disney's Mulan was uh, delayed. No Time to Die. The uh, James Bond movie was moved back to a Thanksgiving release. Yeah, that's, that's pretty far back. I, I think that one probably... 
for the short term, maybe an August release probably would have been better. Probably, yeah. Yeah, because August, as we've discussed, uh, if you guys have been with us for a long time, August is typically a slow time for movies. It's when you find those gems or those really bad movies where you're like, yeah, movie summer season is over when you get those nuggets. Well, and that's the thing. Summer season used to be June, July, August. And then all of a sudden, everybody started moving things up into May. And then April, and yeah. so August and suffered. April, and that became March, and then there was a little bit starting Valentine's Day. You know, I think Deadpool was the guilty one of that yep. because that's such a good movie. So then Fox, before it was bought by Disney, it's like, yep, that's the slot. You put it in uh, Valentine's Day. So Yeah, and, and I'm okay with movies being released early, but, you know, go ahead and, and fill that August time slot with yeah, yeah something. Yeah, in August, yeah. So, Usually, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll, time will tell um, if that does good. It's a James Bond movie, so no matter what, if you see it in theaters, it is going to be successful. It's got enough of a following that it's not going to be bad. I mean, right. Not do bad in box office. Can't promise the movie won't be bad, but yep. it won't do bad box office term-wise. <laughs> uh, also delayed Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, The Lovebirds. And then, Damn it! I know. Did you just say Peter Rabbit got canceled? Just delayed, just delayed. I so, just can't just... with this damn... Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Oh, you took my Peter Rabbit. <laughs> I really don't care about Peter Rabbit, but... <laughs> yeah. So uh, another one that I was really looking forward to that uh, was delayed just one week before it was due out. We're talking A Quiet Place Part 2, directed by John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. I'd be dead already if we were in The Quiet Place because... Uh, yeah. A little loud, but... Uh, uh, as am I, brother, as am I. I wonder how long they're going to delay that one till. But uh, uh, we covered that uh, last week on Pop Culture. And uh, that one we both gave a, uh, I think Jimmy gave it a so-so and I said good. Like, I definitely think that's one you definitely want to see in movies. I know Krasinski came out and said he wanted to push it back because that's a movie you want to see in theaters. You want to get that effect with the audience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we. The jump scare game so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about it last week that there are definitely movie theater movies in this day and age. I mean, yeah, streaming has has taken over for a lot of things, you know, more the dramas and the comedies, but, you know, the big blockbuster movies, the horror movies are definitely sitting in the theater with friends, surrounded by a bunch of people who all get scared at the same time. And uh, so I would like to see this hit theaters uh, once this whole thing blows over. Yeah, me too. I'm with you on that one. Bobby Brown, Jimmy Jones, Lacey Mike, Polly K. Jones. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, guys. Right, all right, all right. Um, so the other movie that's been pushed back, and this, this is probably the furthest pushback that I've seen yet, is Fast 9. So the Fast and the Fur- Furious sequel. Furious? Yep. Scheduled to be released May 2022. Sorry, May 22nd, 2020 of this year has now been pushed back to April of 2021. That's way too far to push that back. Yeah. And my guess is that they want this to be a movie theater release that, you know, people flock to that, you know, it's it, it's hard to tell when this is. Everything's going to end. Life goes back to normal. But April 2021, a year from now? I Yeah, I think that's a little extreme. I would have pushed it back to, uh, again, 
like the last one, push it back to August, maybe uh, Labor Day, September. Go with that. I mean, you have enough of a fan base that supports the Fast and the Furious, and there is obviously to make that many. Um, I think Hobbs and Shaw released, uh, what, late May? I mean, yeah. uh, last year, or was it uh, – or was no, that was July. They released Hobbs and Shaw was July of last they year. Were, they were, yeah, middle July. of the summer, yep. So push the sucker to August. I think pushing it back next year, I don't know what that does for you. You know what I've been thinking about, and it hasn't been announced. And God, I hope they don't announce it. But Ghostbusters, don't delay Ghostbusters. Oof. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like that one, I'll legit be mad. Not like that fake Peter Rabbit crap. Right. Well, the funny thing with this Fast Nine is all of the television commercials that are out that are like co-sponsorship deals with it. You know, Fast Nine in theaters now, brought to you by Audi or you know whatever it is, and. <laughs> You know, all of the marketing dollars that went into pushing this and now they're pushing yeah. it back. It's it's bad. It's crazy. Thanks for the compliment, Bobby. We appreciate it. He said, keep up the good work, guys. We, oh, we appreciate, appreciate the comments, guys. Again, if you're just tuning in, we'll give you a shout out. Feel free to chime in on the messenger. I will look down occasionally. And uh, if you have a question, we'll shoot it out in between segments. So yep. feel free to. All right. Moving on to our next story. Um while it is in a two-week sort of hiatus, uh, production for The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, directed by Matt Reeves, is underway. Um, there's more and more information coming out about that. We saw sort of a, a, a glimpse of the new Batmobile, which is probably the least weird-looking Batmobile that we've seen in a while. Yeah, it looks uh, pretty old school. I dig it. Yeah. But the uh, rumor mill is um, flying around that uh, Johnny Depp is reportedly taking the role of the Joker for this version of the Batman. He won't have a laugh like that, I promise you that. Ooh. Sorry, Lacey. Still the worst Joker. I think that one was the, that was the Joaquin one. Oh, that was the Joaquin one. That was yeah, the Joaquin yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, the second yeah, worst Joker. The other Joker. one was the... Ah! 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 Uh, <laughs> That's the one. That's a good one. But nonetheless, uh, Lacey's got to admit that having Johnny Depp as the Joker is going to be way better than uh, Jared Leto. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think it'd be cool, man. He's such a character actor, man. Like, I, if this is true, man, this movie is just, it's ramping up to be a bitching ass Batman. So. Yeah, a lot of really good actors uh, coming in on it. Uh, Matt Reeves is a fantastic director. Just look at the most recent Planet <laughs> she did of the say Apes. Better than Leto. Good, good, good. Of course, good. <laughs> but Johnny's your man, so yeah. you know. But at this point, it's still purely rumor. There have been no official announcements coming out. But uh, stay tuned to the Proton Pack, and if it does come official, we will let you know. Absolutely. Jeremy Walsh, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. All right. If you are stuck at home, one thing you can watch right now is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker on digital. And, uh, <sighs> timing is perfect for that. You know, right. we're all scrambling. <laughs> we're all scrambling for things to watch. Um, you know, the movie itself, a little bit split between fans. Personally, I enjoyed it. Order 66. 
Definitely not the best of the Star Wars movies, but I think they did a good job wrapping it up. We've talked previously that there were a number of characters they threw in that really didn't need to be there. But all in all, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, now that it is available for us to watch at home, I think I'm going to be taking part in it. Yeah, I'm going to go back and rewatch it. I saw it a couple times in theaters. Um, obviously, there's as Star Wars fans, there's always better ways you can envision it or you like if you had the pencil and you wrote it, what you would do to it. And uh, overall, it was good. I mean, like I said, the only thing they should have done is this this one should have been called The Last Jedi and the one previously should have been The Rise of Skywalker. It just I agree. The titles flip, but and I would have stuck with one damn director through the whole trilogy versus one guy doing one, the other guy rewriting what this guy did and then the guy coming back to rewrite what this guy did. Yep. It's what I felt like they were doing. Yep. And so you can get it digitally now, but uh, it will be available on the physical discs uh, March 31st. So order it on Amazon, or if you're uh, venturing out to see Tony over at Costco, they'll probably have it there um, come the 31st. Just uh, make sure you wear your mask. Beware to say six feet apart, wear your damn mask, and do not breathe in a Costco guy's ear or gown. <laughs> Side rant, I had two things happen to me this last week during this coronavirus outbreak. I had a guy in a gas mask, shit you not, came up, he had a gas mask on, and I was, we just got now self-checkout, and I'm taking care of something over here uh, by the Mimo machine, which is money in, money out. Costco peeps know that. And this damn dude comes right behind my ear, like right here. Hello, you to help me at this self-checkout. Bane was there? I don't need you right behind me, Bane. Stun <laughs> you, boy. Jeez. Then two days before that, a little Asian guy with a, with just a normal mask behind me. Surprised it wasn't like a tampon or some crap. But he was <laughs> over on this side of the ear, and he's just... It's like... The f Dude! It's what I wanted to do, but... I love my job and I can't do that. So <laughs> animation purposes, I wanted to hit the guy. Yeah. Well, side Don't breathe on people. Side rant That's to the your... guy that snorts behind employees. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Side rant to your side rant. Uh, we were over at Winco Foods today and, uh, you know, a line of people outside, not overly long, probably a dozen, you know, groups of shoppers waiting to go in. And this woman behind us, who's probably about seven feet tall, uh, not wearing a bra, boobs down to her belly button, she gets on her phone, Facebook Live, I assume. I'm here live from the Winco Foods, and you know they are—they've got signs that say social distancing, stay six feet apart. She looks behind her, and there's a woman maybe three feet behind her, and she yells at her, "You need to stay six feet away from me!" And she starts yelling at her, live on whatever she's on. And then she goes back to her little broadcast to whoever, who knows. And so we all get inside and walking around and there's a bunch of kids hanging on a cart and she walks up to the mother of the kids and goes, you know, they're, uh, the, the school districts are uh, holding social distancing seminars here coming up soon. It's like, uh, who are you? The social distance police? <sighs> I like that. <laughs> it's uh mind your own damn business lady yeah oh man there's always got to be somebody like that right in public there's always the couple of the weirdos man oh yeah a lot of weirdos out there so if you're a weirdo thanks for listening to the show but don't be super <laughs> weird in public <laughs> says the uh, guy that's kind of a weirdo 
Yep. So uh, all that to say, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker now available on digital. Um, speaking of did things, she to- have, I just gotta ask: Did she have pointies? Did she have beamers? Oh no, no. Like she didn't have like six. They they weren't just like. No, they were knee knockers. <laughs> I just picture a lot of just bad hot doggers. Anyways, yeah, the show's going off the rails. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Speaking of things that you can watch in the comfort of your own home, Tony has a list of uh, Blu-rays that have been recently released, and uh, we've started uh, highlighting those here on the show. Yeah, we did. So uh, we were going to incorporate uh, what uh, movies were coming out this week in theaters, but that's going to be suspended for the time being. So with that Obviously. being said, if you are collectors of uh of movies, uh, if you, if you want to own them, you want to rent them, usually they're already available for rent at this point, but if you want to own them, uh, the big one is Jumanji. What is Jumanji? The next level that comes out on Tuesday. You can order it on Amazon target. Um, I don't think Costco will get it, but, uh, Costco.com maybe yeah. wherever you guys get your movies, Jumanji will be out on Tuesday. Fun movie. Uh, Richard Jewell never saw it, but if, you were interested richard jewel will be out uh black christmas which was like a kevin williamson uh horror type flick that yeah. came out pg-13 yeah. horror remake of the 80s b movie classic yeah. uh yeah. i think that might be something if it was on streaming i'd watch I'd, it's not something i'd buy because you know um there was that happy death day i looked stupid like that and i actually really enjoy happy death day <laughs> that was a fun one yeah the second um, one was and, more of a comedy than it was a oh uh, dude i loved yeah. it i thought it was great yep. um and then the other big one is dc's animated superman red sun so if you're into that dc does animated flicks fantastically like they just top notch they're like what marvel is to live action comic book movies dc animated is just killer in the animated department so yeah uh dc red sun will be out and i would imagine it'll appear on the dc streaming service though i've not read that so i cannot 100 confirm yeah but uh check it out tuesday those are your big four movies that will be out and the red sun storyline is is a great classic sort of alternative history of uh um Superman, it's basically what if Superman had landed in Russia during the Cold War versus landing in America and became, uh, you know, Russia's hero and all of the fun that uh, ensues from that. So I am Russian Superman. I still have big packs of steel, laser eye beams, and I can beat you every which way but loose. Hi, Bella. Our (laughs) young fan, Bella Yendra. Annabella. Hello. 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 So with Bella watching, this is actually a good time to move on to the movie theater movies that have been pushed over to video on demand. Uh, The first one of which being Onward, Disney Pixar movie. You can now rent it on Apple TV, Amazon. Um, 20 bucks, 20 bucks to rent, which if you think about it, if you're going to the movies, you and one other person, you're spending 20 bucks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You Seems know, a little steep at first, but you bring out a great point on that. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, a brand new movie. I mean, what, three weeks old at this point? Two weeks old? Three, nice. Fresh Eight. in the theaters. You know, God, this thing, this stupid uh, coronavirus thing, um, 
has just, I feel like it's been going on forever, but you're right. It was two weeks ago where I, I did see it with uh, the Endress and a uh, fantastic movie. So yeah, took my boys to see it. And of course, you know, it's a movie about fathers and sons. And so it was uh, uh, especially moving to me, which uh, I really enjoyed it. But uh, that's not the only one. So you can also get uh, The Invisible Man now, video on demand. Excellent movie. Um, for those that missed out and didn't want to see it in theater, um, what I'd love to hear is uh, what you guys thought about it. Did you end up seeing it, Chris? No. In fact, uh, I think we're going to do video on demand for it tonight. All right. Well, when we're done off air, tell me what you think about the uh there's a scene in there. I'm not going to say when or where, but you tell, you'll know when it happens. Okay. There's a scene in that movie where you're just like, you don't see it coming. I mean, now you kind of know something's coming, but you don't know <laughs> when. Okay. But um, it's just like a holy, what we keep saying, it's a holy shit moment. So. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And then the other one that they released is, uh, well, Emma, but uh, no, that's not on our radar here. Uh, no. The Hunt. The one that we talked about a little bit earlier, yeah. a little bit more, you know, the most dangerous game. You can find that on video demand. Uh, it's a Bloomhouse uh, picture, and yep. uh, it's done by uh, Lindenhoff, who also did Lost. Lindelof. 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 Yep. I screwed that up. He also did Watchmen, right? He did Watchmen. He did um, um, uh, Lost, as you said. Um, yeah, I mean, looks good. Has Hilary Swank in it. Some really good actors in it. Um, yeah. Might be looks worth awesome. checking out. Yep. Yeah. And so I have no doubt that we're going to start seeing a few more of these straight uh, video-on-demand blockbuster movies. There was a rumor that I read earlier that Wonder Woman 1984, they were exploring that option, but it looks like that's probably not going to be the case. I'd rather them push that back. I think that's like something in that, and even Black Widow, I, I would rather it get slid back. I know some of you might feel like, eh, we're okay. Um, I think of some of my friends that are in smaller towns where they have like the really dumpy theaters. Mm -hmm. so that's not so bad because they're at home. They don't have to move their family around, you know, so that it's good for that aspect. But I still hope they release it in theaters for us, you know, that do like to go to theaters and yeah. have the option to go. So, um, uh, well, we talked about this one too. Uh, Bloodshot will be out March 24th. Yep. So uh, that's cool for someone like me that passed up on it. So. We could see if it was theater quality or if it was just worth the rent. So. <laughs> exactly. All right. That does it for our movie news. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, our last set of stories. We're talking video games, and there's a lot to cover. Oh, yes. Let's hit that video game button in three, two. Hey, man, you want to video games? All right. We got to give a shout out to another fan. Someone said you had like the greatest radio voice. Who, you, Tone? No, you. Oh, okay. I'm, oh, I'm just thank the funny you. guy. Thank You're you. the guy oh, with the golden right. voice. I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Shout out to Renee Meyer. Oh. You're a little prejudiced. It's your mom. It is. But yeah, uh, hey, thanks for tuning in, Renee. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Your son does have the voice. I'm just the funny guy or the weird guy with the uh, sexy white teeth Other side, Tone. Other side. No, it's. Oh, yeah, I guess it is right there. Huh? Yeah. I guess, yeah. I, <laughs> it's still not the Malibu. Yeah. All right. In terms of video game news, of course, every 
public gathering, every event is being canceled left and right. And no exception to that is E3 2020, which was scheduled for June 9th through the 11th in LA. Now, E3, for those um, who don't know, oh, apologize. somebody doesn't know that you're live right now. Yeah, they don't. Yes. And it, and it sucks because everything's Apple. So just like everything's muted except the actual computer because I can't mute it because I have to have some sound. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just getting a phone call. If that's my sister. So I'll give her a shout out. Hey, sis. Thanks for calling. <laughs> so in any case, E3 has, of course, been canceled. It is the biggest video game conference of the year. Um, all of the new games are rolled out. And in this case, the new video game systems were going to be rolled out as well. You know, we're marking that uh, that bridge into the next gen of game systems, and that's what most people were excited about. And of course, now nobody's going to know anything about it because it was canceled. No, actually, there's uh, things in the works to uh, roll that out digitally. But if you were planning on going to E3 in June, just know that not this year. Sorry. No. No, they're going to be doing their uh, digital rollouts, uh, which is actually something Nintendo's done already with their uh, Nintendo Directs, and they do them sporadically through the year. This could actually be really bad news for E3, as people were already kind of bailing on E3 in general. Um, I think this year PlayStation and Sony weren't going to partake in it anyhow. It was going to be Microsoft. A little bit of Nintendo, not so much, but... The only thing E3 really has going for it anymore is the indie developers and a lot of the smaller people that need to get their platform out there. Um, so that's going to be tough. But the big three, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, they've got their own uh, basic uh, – they've got the networks. They've got the YouTube channels, the social media. I mean, it's a lot easier to bring it uh, to the world that way versus everybody trying to go into a big convention So. And a lot less expensive, too. I mean... Yeah, and I think they could also roll out uh, just, uh, demos and stuff a lot easier, too. They can say, you know, well, the demo is live now. And then you can just, when you're done watching, just play that demo. So. Right. Right. So in terms of Microsoft and uh, Ubisoft, uh, they're actually going to host digital events, obviously due to E3's cancellation, uh, rolling out, uh, you know, what Xbox is calling the Xbox Series X, it's their next-gen gaming console. Uh, Ubisoft is a developer of video games. And, uh, you know, as you were saying, Tone, probably the better way to do it in this day and age, everything's digital anyway. It gives people instant access and, uh, you know, doesn't really limit it to only the people who can show up in L.A. for that three-period, you know, three-day period. Yeah, it's... Um, sorry, I was... I'm getting blown up with some messages here. So <laughs> trying to do two at once and the brain didn't really go, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, this is just going to be a good way um, going forward uh, since we don't get that. Yeah. And looking through, they haven't announced when those um, uh, digital events will take place, but uh, as those pop up, just stay tuned to our Facebook page or we'll let you guys know sure. here as well. You know, what's what's funny is the PS5, I know we're going to talk, PS5 and uh, the next Xbox here in just a moment, but uh, PS5 just did an event to reveal the specs, like they did their own uh, kind of, it, it looked similar to like a Nintendo Direct kind of, and the guy that's the head of Sony, man, he looks, uh, or at least Sony uh, Video Game Entertainment, 
he looks like Dana Carvey, but he's not funny. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a really, it's a really awkward event. I think it was 25 minutes of just, I don't know what the hell I watched, but I watched it. <laughs> I'll save my thoughts till we hit that segment, but. Well, we're actually at that segment now. So I've been so busy over the last week that, uh, you know, details on the PS5, the Xbox Series X, uh, you know, their specs and, and you know, essentially how they're going to operate have been coming out. And I know zero about either of these systems at this point. So hopefully, Tony, you're a little bit more up to speed than I am and uh, can let our folks know uh, what to expect. Yeah. So um, the link that we had to talk about is a video. We're not going to watch a video. So um, let me just bring up this thing. But I can tell you that uh, that what I saw of the the big thing between the Xbox and the PlayStation right now um, is all about loading time and frame rate. And and the big thing here is... Well, and for those of you, while Tony's pulling that up, if you own a PS4 or an Xbox One, you know that when you get a new game and you put the disc in, you don't get to play it right away. Sometimes you have to wait two, three, four, five hours while it downloads into the system before you can even start playing it and so i know that was a big thing that they were looking to try and resolve with these new systems yeah so they're trying to work on some things so right now they're just revealed the specs so they haven't shown too much um so basically the x so the new xbox right now is being called the xbox series x not really an original name and the ps5 which is good because it's a continuation um they don't have the weight of the PS5, but the weight of the Xbox is 9.8 pounds. It's kind of a heavy system. Um, both come in black. Uh, the CPU in there is uh, 3.8 gigahertz, uh, custom Zen 2. 1.21 so, gigawatts? Gigawatts! Yeah, and then uh, the PS5 is a little slower at 3.5. Uh, the GPU inside the PS or the Xbox will have uh, 12 teraflops. 10.2 teraflops on that's the, a lot of flopping it's a lot of floppy flops uh the <laughs> memory is uh they're the same exact it's uh gddr6 16 gig oh my god i don't understand any of this crap um so basically <laughs> you just want to play video games they're very powerful they're both 4k um they have hdmi inputs usb inputs and my thought is Based on what I saw, let me just get rid of the technical BS and just tell you what I saw in demos. I watched the I watched a guy actually play the new Xbox, and it's it looks like a PC tower. Now, what they're saying in the gaming world is if you play PC games now and you're a hardcore gamer, these hard these consoles are still not even up to snuff to what PC can do. Okay. Even these new ones coming out, so it looks like a freaking PC tower. The new Xbox, it's a square. It's really weird looking. Um, but uh, they, the guy for the demo played Minecraft. Okay, this was the game he chose to play. Why, why would you demo. demo Minecraft for a next-gen system? Yeah, and this is all it was. The load time was tremendously faster. So they put in the disc. They were playing at least a good, like, three to four minutes, it seemed, in that demo, three to four minutes faster than the other didn't seem like it saves a whole lot of time, but if you're in a hurry. But when I saw the game, all it did was the mapping, and it was smoother. And this was a bad game to pick, but they picked Minecraft. And he's like, look at the shading. You could see the shading here. It's like, 
<laughs> I'm not paying $700 for a new console for shading. So. Right. Especially for um, a game that's meant to look 16 bit. Yeah, and uh, the PS5. Now, if I, if I tell you about the PS5 here. Um, now, we don't it, know what the PS5 looks like quite yet. I mean, yeah, they haven't shown any pictures. No. Now, the big thing is there was a rumor that it was going to have backwards compatibility with PS1. Two, three, and four, and give you a whole back catalog to all the PlayStation. Which we've been saying for years they need to do. They crapped on that dream. It is not happening. Seriously? They're uh, only going to do, at launch, you can do 100 of PS4 games. They're going to emulate the top 100 games for the PS4. And over time, they'll give you backlogs to the PS4 games. So it's not going to be compatible with PS3, 2, or 1 at this time. It is just. 100 games right out the gate with four, and then they'll work their way, which and while, is while, stupid. While you say that, I'm actually on the PlayStation blog. They've updated that it's going to be backwards compatible with 4,000-plus PS4 titles now. Yay! So, well, if you're going to do better. that, just do PS1 and 2 and 3, because there was a lot of great games on the PS1 and 2 and 3, you know? I, I was never really... I never really played the PS3 much you know not yeah. too many games on there but uh yeah that's a little disappointing to hear because i i gotta be honest with you as a guy that loves to play video games when he can but i collect consoles i only have so much more space for more consoles man i've got a freaking xbox 360 over here i got an xbox one x and then i got my ps4 and then i got all those little mini consoles and then you've got you know the switch and then in this drawer over here you got a gamecube and then the the, the wii u and it's like i mean not the gamecube i wish i had the game <laughs> but that's what i'm talking about one system backwards compatibility let's move forward so you don't have to keep buying all this crap yeah 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 i don't want i don't want to pay for pac-man for the 999th time getting sick of that <laughs> All right. So moving on, uh, GameStop, which for the last week has contended that they are considered a uh, essential business for obvious Very reasons. Essential. Obviously, you know, oh, people are stuck at home. They want to make sure they can uh, get video games and, and play those. But uh, they've announced that starting March 22nd today, they are closing all of their storefronts and moving to curbside and digital <laughs> service only. I thought you were going to say they were going to keep rolling and ripping no. us off and giving us two cents a game for trade. <laughs> That's a whole other <sighs> can of worms that uh, we could get into. Oh, good for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they are closing the storefronts. You can no longer just go in and browse and peruse. Um, you need to digitally order or um, you know call them up purchase your game ahead of time, and then you've got curbside service. Uh, very similar to what like Starbucks is doing, but for video games. Yes. Oh, by the way, hey, Jesse. Has she tuned your, in? Yeah, your girl's All on. right. So, we, and plus I just wanted to do that too. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> for our Disney fans. All right, so yeah, GameStop, unfortunately, uh, curbside service, and then... Oh my! He's on fire! Of course, with most of the video game systems, you can purchase the games digitally, download them that way, but... The way uh, they're going anyhow. Yep. If you need the physical game, that's how you're going to do it. All right, let's move on to a review of a game that I don't know if you've purchased yet, Tony. I, I've, I haven't gotten a Call of Duty game since, I think, Xbox 2. Or, yes, um, no, I do have uh, the new Call of Duty. Call so of Duty I Warzone. Actually, I, I could actually play this game. 
because it was a free update. Now, the only problem is that I don't have enough memory on my Xbox. I have to delete a bunch of stuff because it's like the game itself is already like 128 gigs or almost 200 gigabytes. And then this update is an additional 100. So, so it's a freaking big, it's a big ass game. So Warzone is a download, basically a DLC for the newest Modern Warfare, right? Yeah, this okay. one is basically um, basically what they took on this one was a uh, the the best of Apex Legends because that's a free to but you can buy a lot of stuff. That's how they make their money. But it's a free to play game. They take the best of Apex and then Fortnite, and it's kind of like a big battle royale version. So it's a new mode in there because they went back to uh, what made Call of Duty fun. You know, they had the map packs and then they had right. the uh, campaign and all that and. I haven't, you know, sad thing is I bought the game when it came out and I haven't really sat down and played. And that's kind of the bad thing is I'm, I am very busy with Costco and the podcast and other things that I don't really sit and play a lot of video games. I, I love to when I can. Uh, but uh, the basics of this is uh, is the Battle Royale is, is getting a lot of good reviews, actually. A lot of people have, are having a lot of fun with it. Okay. Uh, the gameplay's... Um, it, it kind of reminds me of like when we all got into Call of Duty about 10 years ago, like the multiplayer aspect, uh, getting the kill streaks in the care package. Right. And those were so fun. You could get lost for two to three hours with your friends. And I think this really brings a real fun thing. And I think the best thing about it is it was completely free. It doesn't matter what version you own. You don't have to pay for this mode. It's a free download. It's just a really big down so. <laughs> so now if i don't have the latest call of duty could i still download this for free oh that is a very good question um you know i i think you do have to have the call of duty but i will we'll get the answer for the fans and in the meantime hi Brittany buyer how are you um yeah, yeah. the irony in all of this is while most people are sitting at home, quarantined, trying to figure out what to do with their lives. You and I have, uh, basically our workloads have doubled based on the industries that we're in. And it's, God, we're busier than ever. But, uh, you know, it's nice when we can find an hour, hour and a half to get on, chat with some friends and fans and uh, let you guys know what's going on in the world of pop culture. Yeah, and, it, it's, and this has all been such a weird week. I mean... I've been working ugh, 10, almost 12 hour days. I mean, I've not had a lot of time to put these together. So that's why there's a little goofiness with tonight's episode. So hopefully being a little funnier, will kind of mask some of that crap. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this one is, um, it's saying uh, you do have to have Modern Warfare to play it. So oh, you can't okay. just download it. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have time to play it anyway, but yeah, just wanted well, to know. It got, yeah, got, it's getting great reviews. So, uh, you know, we leaned on our friends at IGN and friends because we don't really know anyone at IGN. <laughs> but nonetheless, they uh, call it Duty Warzone has been, uh, it's an enjoyable ride, um, a lot of fun. So it has a good effect. And IGN gave it a seven. So it's good. Um, it's thoroughly enjoyable. Thoroughly. Thoroughly. Really enjoyable in spite of some serious 
depth not made for instant gratification. So um, if you're a Call of Duty fan, if you got time, it's down. It's available now on all platforms. So go ahead and download that. Right on. All right. Next story. Um, the rumor mill came out about two weeks ago that uh, Lego and Super Mario Brothers were joining forces, bridging the gap, finally bringing those two titles together. And it's our, me, Mario. <laughs> our Ooh. hopes were that we'd see a Super Mario Lego game. Obviously. Oh, Oh, man, I was pumped. When yeah, I saw that, man. I texted you and Mike. I said it, and I'm like, oh, man. Yep. Nintendo Switch exclusive, Lego Mario, man. Yep. Lego games by themselves, a lot of fun. Super and Mario games fight by themselves, a lot of fun. Join those together. You taking the two. Oh. Yeah, man, like peanut butter and jelly. Yep. Sadly, we are getting the other side of the partnership where uh, Lego is now producing Mario-based Lego building bricks and, and toys and um you know and they're weird looking too <laughs> yeah it's creepy yeah put that up to the screen it's a mario you know they I mean, they don't follow any of the other lines of lego toys um you know the the regular building legos uh what are the ones you have behind you that are the what are they called the no yeah they're these this is exactly what it looks like it's essentially uh Whatever the hell are these ones, these Lego brickheads is what the this brickheads. is. Iron Man. And Mario looks a lot like this. Yeah. Just a big fat Mario, just. But uh, what it happens is in the Mario thing, apparently it's like a digital game inside. So it's got interaction, which means it's going to be expensive if it's Lego, Nintendo, and digital. Oof, yeah. And apparently, right here, you can see like little coins. It makes the sound effects, and you can stomp on Goombas. Um, his eyes and his mouth are both digital, so yeah. And yeah. the whole thing with that is it just looks he looks fat. I mean, I know Mario's a fat plumber in general, and, <laughs> but you know, but it just it just looks ridiculous. I mean, it sure, like in the in the video, I mean, you got these kids, they look super stoked. I mean, they're like, <laughs> wow, they're they happy. look really happy. They look happy. They're like, we're getting paid to play with Legos. I get Lego. Paid. Lego. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, I'm hoping what happens is this partnership will eventually lead to a uh, Nintendo Lego Super Mario game. That's what I'd want to play. I'm not, I love Super Mario Brothers. Obviously, it's the best game I've ever made. Um, but uh, that's not something I'm going to be purchasing. And I like Lego too, but. Yeah. Well, even on the brick side of things, I mean, there's so much possibility for them to recreate you know, the, the levels and, you know, the things that we're used to seeing in, throughout the video game series, um, you know, in actual three-dimensional Lego brick. Yeah, and this thing, so, so far, it's, there's no, there's no actual release date just yet. Um, it will be come out. Lego's going to have more uh, sets that they're going to announce. I think it's really based on Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Although they have Baby Bowser, which is weird. They, they don't have just yeah. Bowser. Um, but, uh, you know, there is already, you can already check it out on our Facebook page. You can watch the trailer, um, but they're going to release more information. It's planned later this year. Um, I anticipate it's going to do quite well. Um, I don't think Nintendo and Lego would put something together that wasn't going to be a hit, although, um, a little disappointed. So, um, one of, uh, Mike, one of our top fans had chimed in and said, 
Uh, I could go for buying a full-on Bowser Castle Lego set. Oh, yeah. It blew this so far. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I'm talking, just do normal Lego. See, this is, this is what a normal Lego looks like for those that don't know. I'm Batman. It's real simple. Why couldn't Mario just look like that? It would have been just fine, you know, if you go, if it's not like they make a fat little penguin for the Batman series. Right. It's like skinny Lego. It's just, that's it. <laughs> uh, I got to say, I want, want, want on that one. Yeah. But as more information comes out, we'll keep you posted. And, and fingers crossed they come out with a video game that sort of bridges the gap there. Yeah, I would I would love that. I think that would be cool. Yep. All right, moving on to a wildly popular video game that I just don't get. Talking Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, I, 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 I've never played an Animal Crossing game before in my life. Sort of seems like a Sims for Kids type game, um, but people love it. I mean, they love the hell out of Animal Crossing, and uh, they just released New Horizons, and uh, as far as I can tell, it's getting pretty good reviews so far. Yeah, uh, IGN gave it a 9. It's amazing. I don't have it, and I probably won't buy it. Not a knock on it. Um, I have a couple of friends that have picked it up, and I see their Snapchats, and it looks like they're having a good time with it, so... uh, uh, it's like an RPG adventure type game, you know, very cutesy. Um, like I think we talked about um, many episodes ago, back when Andrew Nixon was my roommate, um, he had the uh, GameCube, or he got it uh, when I had the GameCube. And uh, I thought what was cool of that is you can unlock old school Nintendo games. Like you can go fishing and then you catch like the Excite Bike cartridge and then you can play Excite Bike. So. I remember doing that and punch out was another one I think you can do. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this game entails. Um, I, it's going to be ultimately successful. It's a Nintendo uh, IP. They always do their games very well. And I think this is no exception. So, you know, if you guys are fans of uh, animal crossing, you have a Nintendo or you have little ones. I think this game would be a real fun family game, especially given the time of the, uh, Coronavirus! I just wanted to know. Coronavirus! <laughs> I think right now it's just a good time to uh, get together. This might be a fun family game. So uh, if you want to go out and about, it is now available. Um, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, yeah. available now. Speaking of fun family games, for the entire family, we're talking Doom Eternal single player review. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Don't play. Wow. <laughs> Don't let your little. <sighs> Don't let your little ones play this. Son of a bitch. Boy, Tony's just packing in the sound bites. Yeah, for Chris, it's the... The cream of the crop! It is. Uh, You know, Doom is the OG... That and Castle Wolfenstein. OG, first-person shooter. So much time wasted. Not even wasted. Just enjoyed playing the original Doom and, and some of the sequels. And, of course, now Doom Eternal is coming out. Amazing graphics. Brings back, uh, you know, the, the the monsters that you know and love. And uh, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, oh, the graphics are crazy amazing. here. It reminds me of, like, when they brought it back. You know how it used to be so pixelated and first-person shooter, as you say, OG. Yeah. Uh, which reminds me of a guy I work with, a good a fellow listener of the show, Adam. He always says, oh, this OG and this OG. Um, I think he called me an OG once, but um, <laughs> anyways, rant rave. But um, this reminds me of like when uh, Doom came out on uh, Xbox, the the original one, 
like when they brought back those real polished graphics, they got away from the pixelation, full on good graphics. And now you have something that's just so realistic looking. It's just polished. Um, I have not gotten a chance to play this. It looks very interesting. I know if you pre-order the game, you do get access to Doom 64. So you get to play the old Nintendo 64 version. If that's you're pretty cool. That. Yeah. Um, and this one is uh, what IGN is calling one of the best first-person shooter campaigns in years. Its brand of fun remains unmatched in first-person shooters. So, yep. And I'm, I'm shocked. So you can get it on PlayStation 4, PC, obviously, Xbox. You can also get it on Nintendo Switch. I'm a little surprised Nintendo was like, sure, bring it on. But yeah, I, I love that Nintendo is being more open. Oh, me to too. That. I mean, Mortal Kombat I mean, 11. There's so many games like it's take it on the go if, if you're traveling, which there's not a lot of traveling going on right now. But, you know, this game uh, looks it's really cool. So I think it is available now because it's came uh, out two days ago. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. There was an ongoing joke on YouTube at Doom and Animal Crossing, and it was like a mashup. Somebody (laughs) mashed it up. So, uh, yeah, so a lot of good games this week, actually, just in time for that. Coronavirus! (laughs) All right. Uh, One that you're going to get a little bit of a demo for, if you are a fan of Resident Evil, is the uh, Resident Evil 3... um, what are they calling it? Reboot, rehash, re... Uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake. It's remake. Uh, to follow on the coattails. They re... Oh, remastered because they redid Resident Evil 2 last year and it was a success. Huge hit. The graphics were phenomenal. Tightened up the gameplay a bit. Well, now this one, Resident Evil 3, which I vaguely remember playing back on the original PlayStation. Um I remember Resident Evil 1 and 2 pretty well, and a little bit of Code Veronica, but 3 I don't remember a whole lot of, um, other than Nemesis was the big baddie. And um, in this one, what's cool is with this demo is the graphics, top-notch, very polished. The gameplay, they've tightened it up. It's not so sticky, you know, like the early Tomb Raider games and stuff. But it was just, (laughs) yeah, just very stick-like moving. Um, this one, uh, it shows in the demo. We have not played the demo, but Nemesis is just constantly on your ass. So you gotta, you gotta get away cause you can't beat him until the end of the game. So it's a constant running from Nemesis while trying to solve puzzles, which is the charm of a resident evil game. You're battling zombies while solving puzzles while trying to stay alive to get through the hordes of zombies. So, um, yeah, if you weren't having help, part, heart palpitations enough with the coronavirus, check out Resident Evil 3, and uh, that'll certainly help. Yeah, it's uh, so check it out now. That's available, um, sadly, not on the Switch, I don't believe. No. Um, but you can uh, download it now for PC, Steam, uh, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. So yep. the demo is available now. The, the f- game drops in a couple weeks. I think it's April 11th, April 12th. April 3rd, actually. Oh, even better. They moved it up. So a couple weeks out. Either way, um, I hope to, hopefully by the next time we have this, uh, I do want to play the demo, so I'll probably download it. I have to create room, though. There's not a lot of room left on that Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, External hard drive, right? Yeah. That one has an external hard drive. Every game you own, man, is like, it just eats up the damn room. Yep. 
that would be nice. Sort of going back to the PlayStation 5, Xbox, uh, whatever the new one is called, if they had like cloud-based where you can keep your games in the cloud and just pull it down when you need to. Yes. So. That'd be sweet. You know, and here's here's kind of the thing too. Uh, you know, with the next systems, you know, just don't have a disk drive. I think the disk is so pointless. Yeah. I mean, you literally buy this disk and you get excited. You pay this money to have this physical copy of the artwork and the actual disc you pop it in you're in the old days you just popped it in you waited a few a few loading screens and then you were playing nowadays the disc does nothing for you you put it in it downloads how big the damn game is on your hard drive so you're not playing for at least 10 to 12 hours depending on your internet speed by the time you even get on to play you're tired and not interested in playing and it's just ridiculous because there's constant updates so it just continues to eat up more data, more data. What I'd rather have is the big bulk of it, put it on the disk. When it has to update, I'm okay with that being on the hard drive. I understand that, but come on, it's ridiculous. At, at this point, the disk basically just shows that you own the game. It's just authorization to download it from the internet. That's yeah. all it is. So you're probably just better off buying digital at this point, because like I joked earlier, when uh, we found out that GameStop's going to shut down temporarily, you ever try to trade in a game, man, you buy the hottest new game. You spend 60 hard-earned dollars on some of these games. You go to trade it in, they offer you a ham sandwich and maybe a couple of pistachios. Yep. You ain't going to get crap. Yep. <laughs> which really just regulates to about $5 cash or $10 store credit. Ooh. You're lucky. <laughs> That's even being generous on a new game. An old game, 50 cents. You got to trade in like a whole stack. That still ain't enough right. to buy one game. Right. So. And then they turn around and sell it for $5 off the brand new. Yeah, value. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, they give you 10 bucks for this game you played. Like, uh, remember, it was one game I bought. It was so bad. Oh, Walking Dead. Uh, when Walking Dead was popular and it was the first person, sh the first person view right. on the Xbox. Uh, it, was, it was Xbox One. Not the Telltale Games one, but. No, yeah. it was before that um, because you partnered with Daryl. And I was just like, I'm a fan of Walking Dead, dude. I don't care. I'm buying that. It looks awesome. It was the biggest pile of shit. That game was so bad <laughs> that I could. it was unplayable. And so I had it for two days, and I took it back to GameStop. They wouldn't refund me. So then I traded it in, and I remember I paid 60 bucks for this piece of crap, and I got 25 buck credit. And, I, and they turn around and sell it for you know, 55 bucks. Right. 54.99. Yeah. Yep. So then I quit buying new games at that point at GameStop because Wolf, man, that game was terrible. <laughs> One of the worst. All right. Well, we've made it to the last story. And when Tony sent this one over, this one got me really excited. Uh, we're talking new football games. So for the longest time, Madden, whatever, whatever the latest version of Madden, was the only NFL football game that you could get. And the Madden games were fun, but they never compared quite as well to the 2K games. NFL 2K oh, yeah. back in the day. And guess what? NFL 2K is coming back. Woo! Yep. There's no sound by so you get the really crappy version of it. Yep. So in 2021, they're releasing a new NFL game. Um, you know, they already have WWE 2K, which is a crap game, but NBA oh 2K. That scares me. Wait, you just I... went from, hold on. You just ruined the segment for me. I was on board 
and very excited because I, I'm having flashbacks of the Dreamcast, the one with uh, when Terrell Owens was on the Eagles and he was 2K5 and he was going to catch it. The game oh, was yeah. great. Yep. had ESPN in it and it had Boomer and it had Tom Jackson and it just was awesome. They would do the Sports Center highlight. Oh, it was great. But you just ruined it with the WWE because that WWE 2K20 is one of the worst games ever made. It was like, yeah. I see jokes about it on the internet all the time that it's so glitchy. I've never played it. <laughs> not going to play it. Right. But, uh, it doesn't matter what you think. But with that being said, they have been releasing NBA 2K games, which have been, as far as I can tell, phenomenal. Graphic-wise, gameplay, uh, highlights, uh, replay value has been fantastic, which I, I have a feeling they're going to take that same level of care here with the NFL. Yeah, it's um, it's if they do it good, especially with today's graphics and everything, I think it would be really good. Plus, it'd be nice not to have a monopoly with Madden anymore because mm -hmm. Madden just hasn't been that great over the years. Yeah. I don't Yep. And then I love playing the football games, but realistically, you're paying 60 bucks again, you know, not bitching about the price of video games, but you're paying 60 bucks for a game that's really just a half ass uh, remastered version of last year's game. Right. With players on new teams. Yeah. Which right. I could just trade them in my career <laughs> mode if I wanted. Like, if I wanted Melvin Gordon on the Broncos this season, I just had to put him on the Broncos, which, by the way, stoked we got Melvin Gordon. Just saying. <laughs> So if NFL 2K21 ends up being good, we can only hope for the holy grail of MLB 2K. Remember? Oh, it was so great. Oh. Yeah, well, and it's cool because uh, next season, uh, all systems are getting MLB The Show, which is great because Sony owns that, but Sony's going to license it out to Xbox and the Switch. So we're all going to, it didn't matter what system you own, you're going to get a piece of that pie and it'd be nice to have a competitor. Competition makes things better. It does. It really does. Yeah. For the most part, um, it, it helps things from not being stale and just so complacent, which right. I feel like Madden's been forever. And the show's been fantastic. It's just they're owned by Sony. So I get why they're on Sony, but man, I remember MLB uh, 2K was a hell of a lot of fun. It started out as uh if you go all the way back to the early 90s or mid-90s, it started out with Sega Sports. It yep. was World Series Baseball. Then eventually, you know, during the Dreamcast days in the early 2000s, it became uh, World Series Baseball by 2K, and then it became 2K1 and so forth. And then 2K Sports um, broke away because that was formerly Sega Sports, but when Sega went away, that's where we got the 2K from. Yep. Thanks There's your history lesson this evening. I was just going to thank you for that history lesson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we've eat. We've eached. Wow. We've eaten. Oof. We've eaten a lot of your time tonight. That we have. So what are you going to do anyways? <laughs> we have reached the end of the show. Tony's about 10 minutes away from jumping on to uh, Pop Culture Kaboom. So if you want more Tony, head over there. But uh, as always. Oh, my God. <laughs> we thank you guys for watching, for listening, subscribing, downloading, sharing, um, boy, commenting. Uh, everything you guys do to support yeah. us is is amazing. We love it. Uh, we're still building that followership, and yeah. uh, you know, more and more fun stuff coming out. And of course, you know, in this uh, 
twilight zone of a world that we're living in right now uh, you know having a familiar voice familiar faces uh is just what we need right now so we're, we thank you for uh sticking along with us in that case yeah. thanks for escaping reality and uh, when you go back to reality everybody be safe out there um you know abide be nice to everybody you encounter grocery store wise everybody's doing the best they can and uh, be sure to wash your hands which that should go without saying never but... be nothing new yeah and right. And don't be too afraid. Germs existed before this. Germs will exist after it. So. Yep. Yep. All right, Tone. Why don't you go ahead and play us out? And uh, maybe we'll do another show uh, next week. I hope just, so. Just to keep things going. We'll keep it going. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Have a great night. Thank we'll you. see you. I am. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Mommy, where's Fluffy? Goodbye.